0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. The state needs to turn away from its reliance on the private sector and instead invest public finances in providing desperately needed housing. That's the view of Dr. Lorcan Sir, Senior Lecturer in Housing Planning and Development at the Technological University of Dublin. Uh, Lorcan, uh, tell us what the state needs to do.
1: Uh, well, I, I suppose the point I was making, um, Shane, is that there is a significant reliance on the private sector to deliver housing for the state. And I think that needs to stop, really. you can't. The private sector will do what the private sector is going to do, which is mostly look after itself, which is absolutely fine. So the state, you know, in turning to the private sector to resolve a lot of its issues, particularly in terms of the private rental sector, for example. So we put, you know, 50 odd thousand people on HAP in the private rental sector. And that's obviously private uh doing that you I mean you can't just rely on that uh forever and you can't even rely on it in the mean in the medium term so what i was trying to say there i suppose was that you know we, we need to have another look we started this in the late 80s early 90s where we started to kind of you know use the private sector more than the state. the state kind of withdrew back into itself uh, and stopped kind of building housing and stopped, uh, you know, uh, providing housing for people who normally would have got a house from the council. Um, and I suppose what I was saying there is that we kind of need to have another look at that. And that policy obviously isn't working. You know, it's one of the reasons. Okay, uh, uh, so high.
0: Uh, I'm I'm je- I'm really curious about this. Like, I, I don't think anyone would disagree with what you're saying. I suppose the question is, how do you do it? I mean, are we saying, like, do we go back to direct bills by local authorities? How, how do we do it?
1: Well, one of the interesting things about direct bills from local authorities is local authorities never actually directly built themselves, if you know what I mean. Local authorities went out the same as everybody else, and they go out and they tender for work and they employ, um, you know. Normal house builders, you know, companies that you would see around yep. uh, the cities of Ireland, uh, and they do that the same as everybody else. But increasingly, they've been reluctant to do that. So I know last year, I'm just looking at the figures on the screen in front of me, out of the, you know, seven and a half, eight thousand 8,000 new council houses that were delivered, social houses that were delivered last year, only about 1,600 were delivered by councils. Um, and an awful lot of them, about seventy percent of them were delivered by, you know, approved housing bodies and other yeah, people. I, I and I and, saw
0: and those figures and, and the record some councils in particular worse than others.
1: Dunleary you're down zero. I mean write down. You know, one of the wealthiest local authorities in the country directly built zero houses last year and they bought two turnkeys. Uh, Longford bought, you know, built directly built zero houses last year. Kildare, another place with huge demand, uh, built zero. So, you know, th- this is what I mean. Like they need to up their game uh, on the build front and not is the expertise
0: there to do it? i mean I, I i hear what you're saying but is the wherewithal there in the local authorities now because i i i'm I'm fascinated i didn't know that we, that that they hadn't directly built but i presume they did have staff who were um trained in in this area do they still have that staff uh, yeah, it, expertise to do that yeah, it's a
1: good. It's a good question, Shane. In 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 two thousand, we brought in a thing called Part Five, which meant developers had to hand over twenty percent of their housing to the local authority when they were building. And that what happened there was the skills that you had in the local authority, because it was now administration, just kind of processing paperwork from the builder handing over houses to the council. A lot of the direct build, you know, the skills in procurement and tendering and architecture and all that kind of went slowly over the last couple of decades. So they would have, you know, they still have county architects and engineers and procurement and all that kind of stuff, but not at the scale they would have before. We used to have a thing called the National Building Agency. Which was brilliant because that was like a centralised resource to help local authorities go out and do the things that they didn't have, the, you know, the skills, particularly yeah. smaller local authorities. Uh, and we used to have that and, and we got rid of that into the housing agency. So, you know, a centralised resource pool like that would be a great idea rather could than the, giving every council in the country you know, another couple of architects or whatever.
0: Could the Land Development Agency play that role?
1: Well, you would think. Uh, that the land development agency would have a role in lots of things, including providing housing for direct people in direct provision uh, uh, and Ukrainian refugees, but it doesn't seem to. I think, you know, back in the early 90s, we also got rid of, on Forest Farber, which was the research section, you know, did all sorts of research about concrete blocks, for example, and it would have caught mica and pyrites and all that kind of stuff, um, and we got rid of that as well. So I, I think my my own personal feeling is that I'd love to see a national building agency out again that did research into into. Product worthiness and helps local authorities do the things that maybe they have lost in skills. Because unless unless we, and I'm not, I'm not arguing that the state does everything itself, but I, unless the state kind of you know picks itself up by the bootstraps a little bit more, um, we're going to end up in a situation where we're going to be relying on everybody else. And the problem there is that. They control quality. They control price, and it's you know it's not it's not cheap. It's always, okay. always cheaper when you do it yourself. You know. Um,
0: two quick things just before we let you well, go. Two stories in the papers today. One that vacant office blocks are set to be repurposed for housing. It's it's uh, the lead story in the Irish Times, and another shows that Dublin is one of the lowest concentration of affordable housing in the world, probably the lowest. Uh, your your thoughts on both those briefly, if you if you can.
1: Yeah, yeah The office to residential thing, Shane. It, that comes up quite regularly, um, and what you find for for people who own offices, they 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 tend to prefer to ride out the storm, you know, when the offices are vacant and then offices will become occupied again. It can be hard if people think about it like, you know, an office floor plate, so the floor of one one office could be half the size of Crow Park. So that in itself is a problem because it's so deep and it's hard to get natural light into it. And there's all sorts of issues then with, you know, fire safety and with water and all that. Mm. So it, it gets tried regularly and, you know, sometimes it works a little bit, but it generally generally it's kind of better in theory than in practice. Like the UK doing this for years and the US, and it tends not to deliver. But like, you know, knock yourself out, Minister. Go for it uh, if you want and see what it delivers. Uh, on the affordable housing thing, what you see, one of the reasons why we have so little affordable housing is a because councils are building uh, very little in the, in the four local authorities in Dublin, but also what we've seen over the last five years is apartment development up over four hundred percent and first time buyer activity down seventy percent. So, so we've supplanted what we would normally be be building, you know, in in the larger Dublin in the four lo- Dublin local authorities. Uh, you know, kind of housing and some affordable in that. We've supplanted that with kind of apartments, brand new apartments, which as everybody knows, are generally quite expensive. So you'll, you'll start to see, you know, that's why there's a lack of affordable housing okay. in Dublin and everybody's moving into the mid-east region. That's where you see activity hugely increasing all around in the commuter counties around Dublin.
0: Dr Lorcan, Sir, Senior Lecturer in Housing Planning and Development at TUD. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning.